This is Face the Music, an ELO song-by-song podcast, episode 100. one of those songs that just gets into your head and it doesn't go away for hours maybe even days and this is one of those songs lights go down and it's the ninth track on time third song on side two in the liner notes from the 2001 remaster of time jeff lynn wrote i guess the lights went down in the facebook group jeff lynn's blue world stacy reed wrote on february 16th 2020 all i know is that it's my favorite song on this album the song was parodied in 1984 by the loons till death as the grades go down turn off that light i'm eric paul johnson and i'm eric winsenson we have a song here that i love straight up loved ever since I first heard it. I know I say that a lot, but it's true. It's a really great song, although I've recently read a description of it that never ever hit me. To me, this seems sort of, I don't know, early 60s uh, doo-wop-y without the doo-wop, a mix of some sort of like that guitar that gets played there. It's the lead. Uh, It's sort of, to me, kind of Santo and Johnny-ish, sort of early 60s surf music sort of kind of it's it's always been hard for me to peg down the sound this song borrows from but to me it's always been sort of early 60-ish updated for early 80s with the sort of mid 2090s sound to it but uh, I read yesterday that Andrew Whiteside said it sounds like reggae and it's like I that never hit me but yeah I guess I can see the reggae side of it you never got the reggae. I never got the reggae until now. That's how white I am. That it just completely... <laughs> ooh, I, don't, I don't hear that. I hear white bands from the early 60s. Okay, well, there's some of that in there, too. But, yeah, that's the first thing I got when I first listened to Time is, oh, he's going to do a reggae song. And, of course, since it's Electric Light Orchestra, the first time I heard the song, I went, oh, God, it's going to be a reggae song. <laughs> Which usually pale skin and reggae are two things that scare me the most. It's just yeah. like when you see white guy with dreads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the two don't yeah, often they, mesh. Yeah, they don't mix. But occasionally they do. Led Zeppelin made it work. Dread Zeppelin made it work. Dread Zeppelin really made it work. <laughs> and Jeff Lynn makes it work. He, I mean, he takes the reggae beat. He takes a, that sound that goes along with it. But he still puts in ELO over it. It's not a straight reggae song. And he doesn't try to do a fake Jamaican accent. Thank oh. God. <laughs> yeah. Thank yeah. goodness. It's just Jeff Lynn singing. 
<laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, it it adds the beat in there, but it's not insulting, I should say. Yeah. Is because he's not trying to sound like something he's not. He, yeah. he, it, it's still recognizable as an ELO song with a reggae beat mm-hmm. rather than, oh God, here's Jeff Lynne sounding Jamaican. <laughs> and Jamaican us all cringe when you do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the magic of Jeff Lynne. That's the genius of Jeff Lynne. He sees something he likes. He wants to give it a try. He does it, but he makes it his own. He doesn't take the stereotypes of that style of music like other than drum dreams there's no pew pew in his disco songs and with this one there's no (laughs) i all right here's here's my beef with reggae and maybe i'm just too white with this beef with reggae a lot of it pretty much sounds the same maybe just the lot that i've been exposed to it's what you've been exposed to because what most people mistake for reggae is what's called dance hall oh okay and dance hall, for certain reasons, has a specific beat. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of that jerky beat because it came from ska originally, because that ska beat came from listening to rock and roll music, trying to pick up a radio station out of New York when you're in Jamaica, and that static's <laughs> going in and out and in and out and in and out. And so they just kind of got used to that type of beat on it. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of evolved in, into there, into that particular sound. Actual reggae, if you listen to Roots reggae and the older reggae, especially Bob Marley and Toots and the Maytals and a number of other bands, it sounds completely different. Okay. You can definitely tell the difference in the style because there's a lot more instruments to it. It's not just bass and drums and some keyboards or something like that. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of horns, a lot of actual guitar soloing. There's a big difference between listening to dance hall song and, say, listening to uh, Jimmy Cliff's The Harder They Come. Listen up, people. Here's a snippet for Jill. It's Caribbean music, mm-hmm. and you can tell it's reggae, but it's a completely different sound. And that was more the sound that the Clash were copying a lot of times, mm. too problem is is when it got more popularized like ub40 mm-hmm. that's when you got the same beat over and over and over again because that was going to be one of my things is uh, if you're going to complain about somebody like jeff lynn adding reggae to it i mean an actual supposedly reggae band like ub40 right that's mixed of different people in there have done a lot worse with it <laughs> yeah with the sound over the years especially since they started off really good mm-hmm See, this is why Eric's here. Like I said in the very first episode, the podcast prologue, not the ELO prologue, Eric's the super genius musicologist. I'm the rube who, oh, I like the song. It makes me happy. Yeah, the reggae I've heard, it's mostly just been the, that kind of drum, and then they got the guitar, and it sounds kind of empty. It's kind of barren. But with Jeff... He likes sound. He likes doing a lot with sound and playing with sound. So this sounds like a more filled-out reggae, now that it's been pointed out to me that it is reggae. And also, I love Jeff's voice on this. It's just... the, It's just... <laughs> fantastic. I love how it sounds. It's I just... I don't know. Sometimes I hear this and I think about the early ELO, where it sounds like he's screaming at kids to get off his lawn. Fortunately, he stopped doing that, and there's this just smooth voice that's going through whether he's 
high or low or singing louder or quietly. It's it's I just I just love his voice in this song. Vocally, he's not doing a reggae style on here. Vocally, he is doing more of a 60s style. Yeah. It's just the beat on here that has the reggae influence, which makes it so good. It's it's a combination of different styles, and it's not appropriating something and trying to act like something you're not. He's <laughs> just doing what he does best, I should say. Yes. I guess maybe if I was going to say, I guess the kind of style of reggae that I've heard a lot of would be something like um, Gonna Buy Me a Condo by Weird Al. I'm gonna buy me a condo. Well, there you go. There's your lessons in reggae. Honestly, I didn't expect us to fill 10 minutes, but there you go. Because I didn't know what else to say other than, oh, I like it. I can't peg down the musical style, but I like it. So there you go. Next compilation. More liner notes on this, Mr. Lynn. Yeah, come on, come on. We like to know about this. It's an interesting song. Yeah, come on. Give us more than, (laughs) hey, I guess the lights went down. Thanks, Jeff. That told me nothing about the song. Uh, that's one of the things that bugged me about, you know, I'm, I'll, I'll save it for the album wrap-up <laughs> when we get to that, the bonus tracks episode. Got something to say about the lights go down? Then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375. Call now. It's time for a great line from ELO from this week's song. What's my line? The lights go down. What? I believe things are going wrong. (sighs) And the night goes on and on. Hello, this is Troy White. I love, love, love this song. One of my favorite tracks from the Time album. And the main thing I love about this song is it has a 50s kind of vibe to it. I love 50s music. It comes from listening to my mother's record collection growing up. She had about 245, all from the years 1955 through 1964. And I listened to those records constantly when I was a kid, and I still love that type of music to this day. And there's one 50s song in particular that this song reminds me of. The guitar part in this song reminds me of Love is Strange by Mickey and Sylvia. Now that's the song that Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey danced to near the end of Dirty Dancing, you know, when they were crawling on the floor and mouthing the words of the song. That's the song I'm talking about. And if you listen to that song and you listen to the guitar line especially, and listen to the guitar line in this song, I wouldn't be surprised if Jeff may have borrowed a bit of the guitar line from Love is Strange, just like he borrowed a bit of the melody from Young Love for Tightrope. And by the way, I would not have known that. I would not have realized that if I had not been listening to this podcast. Plug, plug. That was on Tightrope, by the way. And another thing I like about this song is it looks like the protagonist is tired of being passive. 
tired of pining away for the woman he loves and hoping that some way, somehow, he can get back to her. In this song, he decides he's going to do something about it. He's going to get back to her if it's the last thing he does. I love seeing that surge of confidence. Even though I know if I were in a similar situation, I probably would be just locked up in my room crying all day. So I just love seeing that surge of confidence in this song. And it's a great song. One of my all-time favorite ELO songs. Well, I'll talk to you next week. You donate to the podcast through our Patreon site, patreon.com slash ELOPod, you can get bumper stickers, produce an episode, or for just $1 per episode, $4 a month, you can hear shows a week before they're released to the world. Or skip all that and just hand it over directly through PayPal using the email address ELOFTMpodcast at gmail.com. Bruce couldn't get the image out of his head of drug-addicted Julie working the streets selling sex. That never would have happened if he hadn't stepped into the future. And on top of that, he was looking at 99 years on a prison satellite. Because there was no record of his existence until two days ago, the law figured he was a terrorist ringleader looking to muck around with time. For two months, he was locked away in his cell, obsessing about the harm he caused 114 years ago. And if he'd ever see daylight again, let alone get back to 1981 to put right what once went wrong. Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? I liked it. Wow, she liked it! Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash ELOPod. Next week, episode 101, here is the news. <laughs>